And welcome back to the Checkpoint Podcast. My name is Richard. I am here with two-thirds of my co-hosts, Chad, Justin. How are you guys? Doing good. Ready to go. Good. Good. Good to be back. I feel like I should clarify. I have 100% of Chad and 100% of Justin. Oh, yes. Thank you. We have zero Scott today. (laughs) (laughs) I have two-thirds of my co-hosts. It's just Richard and a couple of torsos (laughs) hanging out. That's not right. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little while since, uh, we have been doing this. Um, Richard kind of forgot how and what buttons to push and the script he normally uses. So tonight could be interesting. This could be quite a bit of post edit for me. Uh, after road. this one, we'll find out. Uh, Scott has the night off tonight. He's actually doing some, uh, work with, uh, the musical tonight. He likes to take, him. uh, those photographs. So he's, uh, there and making sure that my son is behaving himself. Um, my son and daughter are there. I'm not concerned about my daughter. My son, however, time will tell. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's just jump right in it. I am eager to, uh, to talk about what we're talking about tonight. Um, we are talking about the fact that we call ourselves men of God, and we use that phrase, men of God. And we have talked a little bit about the definitions that we kind of base uh, our conversations off for this podcast of what is a man and what does that look like. Um, But there are some characteristics of men compared to boys. And there comes a point where we make that transition from boys into men. And uh, as I was having this conversation with a couple of guys at church, and for a few of you, it's already probably popped in your head uh, but a couple of the guys said that it would not be complete without a boys to men reference and uh, so I came up with you know one of my favorite boys to men songs just kind of let this mellow and uh, that's probably all we can play without getting sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> So I'm going to stop that right there. Uh, Jeff, that was for you. I hope you enjoyed it, um, which did lead to, an, uh, lead to an interesting conversation we were having ahead of time uh, in a new game and a new segment of the podcast that we are calling What's Older, Justin, or, and today it's this song, mm. Motown Philly by Boys to Men. Mm. Is it older than Justin or not. The song came out in 1991. Justin, you were born in... 91, 91. baby. <laughs> All right, so it is the same. Both have aged gracefully, I'll say. Thank you. I'll yes. take that. Yeah. You definitely. Yeah, I was... Mo- Motown so, Philly, um, uh, you know, I, the, I don't know, the verdict is out, maybe. than Justin before he revealed his answer and his age, but I... <laughs> He, he's aged well. Yeah, exactly. It's all that clean that's living, man. Point. You're doing it. <laughs> all that kumbacha. Yeah, that's right. All that kumbacha. Yes. Yep. Oh, awesome. All right, so we got our Boys to Men reference in there for uh, for Jeff and for Chris. Uh, you're welcome. Um, so jumping on into the conversation, though, uh, boys versus men and men of God. Um, this kind of popped into my mind a little bit. Um as a topic, just because I personally have been witnessing uh, a lot of um, uh, what I call 30-year-old boys, just kind of in general as I interact with the general public uh, in, in my profession. Um, I have read some articles about how it seems like men just aren't growing up um, like, uh, like they used to. Obviously, right now in society, the way it is, there's a lot of conversations about what are men? What does masculinity look like? Where do you cross the line from masculinity to toxic masculinity? What are all those definitions? Um, There are, I've even seen um, like TikTok videos and stuff like that where people are going out to the general public and asking them the question, what are men good for? Mm. And they all go, uh, nothing. Yeah, okay. Well, great. Um, so for for our boys, our young men that are growing up in this society, um, 
it's not like an easy thing. I feel like back in the day, you clearly saw this is what a man is. This is what a man does. These are the responsibilities that come with that position. These are the joys and the blessings that come along with that position. Um, and, uh, and right now, uh, I feel like that's not, that's not easy for, to, to see if you are looking out kind of over society as a whole. I don't know. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, and, and part of it probably I'm, I'm maybe a little more sensitive to it. Um, my oldest son is 14. So he is right at that age where we are starting to have some conversations about, um, you know, what does it mean to be a man? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it means we do the stuff we don't want to do, but we have responsibilities. It means we, you know, stick to our word when we say we're going to do something. It, uh, you know, and, and all of these kind of conversations that he and I are starting to have. Um, and one of the resources that uh, I came across um, here at Hillcrest, we uh, have a couple different men's uh, Bible studies or resources, I guess you could call them. Chad, would that be a good yeah. word? Um, that we like to uh, to use with our group uh, of guys. You've heard us talk about the Every Man a Warrior uh, books for a while, which um, those are great. It's a set of three. Uh, Chad and I have been through a couple of them. Justin, I don't remember. You did. Did we do book one with we you? Did. Yep. Um, there's another one that uh, we've started to utilize here uh, called The Nobleman Life. And uh, we've had one group uh, of young men here at this church that uh, has gone through it. We've got two other groups that are going right now. Um, I'm in one of them, and uh, it's my first time going through it. Um, and I'm super excited. The other guys that we're working on, uh, they seem really excited about it as well. Uh, but in one of those um, lessons, it talks about the differences between um, boys and men. And so we're just going to kind of take a few of these at a time um, and just kind of talk about them, see how we feel, what do we think. And uh, part of it uh, is just to kind of explore the topic a little bit more, kind of keep it top of mind, especially for those of us that um, may have sons that are kind of coming up through the ranks, so to speak, um, as we're starting to kind of think about how do we raise our sons to uh, you know, be the men that their families and their communities will need someday. Um, but then as kind of a, an assessment, you know, as we listen to these comparisons, um, you know, are we in our own lives right now? Are we acting like the men we're mm-hmm. supposed to act like? Or do we have some areas that we're still kind of acting like the boys? Um, the first, uh, The first couple I think we'll tackle and I'll just quick kind of read through these, and then I'm going to toss it out to you guys to kind of get your um, your perspective on it. Um, the first kind of comparisons here, boys take, men give. Boys consume, men sacrifice. Boys say yes to perversion, men say yes to righteousness. Boys feed their flesh, Men feed their soul. So we'll kind of chew on those first four. And uh, as I take a sip of tea so I don't keep coughing into the microphone, uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? What, what hits you out of those four? Well, the one that stood out to me right away, um, the first two, boys take and boys consume. Um, as a fourth grade teacher... <laughs> You've got some authority on this. I got some some leads on this one. Uh, I've kind of noticed a trend <laughs> within the last few years, and that is uh, the idea of being less, and this is certainly not all, but less mannered, I would say, of, of boys. Interesting. Um, and what I mean by that is, is just kind of like your simple stuff of pleases and thank yous for just, again, the everyday things. Yeah. Um, but that adds up, yeah. you know? Um, and so we've kind of taken it upon ourselves as uh, our team to kind of preach those things because it's like, it, it's an important thing. It mm-hmm. makes you be someone who you're supposed to be, and it's just a small thing that you can do to show some kindness and yeah. respect for other people. Yeah. Um, 
but it's interesting because without having those kinds of chats, it seems like that wouldn't necessarily be the forefront of many kids' minds, which I get yeah. because it, it's very much a, a me, me, me kind of, you, you, you touched on it earlier. The, it's a very selfish culture we live in and yeah. attacking culture. So um, it, it's it's interesting there because I do see a lot of boys who do simply consume without or take without really thinking about the other. Hmm. So is they like a lack of awareness or just, I mean, a little bit, I, I feel like a little bit kids in general yeah, can sometimes sure. be yeah. very self-centered just because that's the way they are. But, but though too, I mean, you, you, yeah, you do have those kids though that they are aware, they know yeah. a please, a thank you. There are more people out there than me, but yeah. maybe not so much anymore as what there used to be. Yeah. And would you, would it be fair to say that, in the past, more parents were modeling that and less are now. And so, I mean, that's a type of thing that's a social thing. You don't just kind of wake up and go, oh, yeah, I'm nine <laughs> and I say thank you. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Yeah. Parents right. have to model that. So I guess For that, sure. that's a reflection yeah. of the parents' priority in investing those values in their kids or not. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah, and that could very well be the case. And I don't, I don't know. I don't want to throw any parents under the bus, yeah, obviously, because yeah. you know, don't you don't necessarily know always what goes on at home. Right. But that is typically one of the first things that you think about is, well, are they actually hearing it from mm-hmm. other people? Right. Yeah, that's right. that's an interesting perspective uh, from you because you see a different group every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's probably pretty easy for you guys to see kind of trends, kind of real time as it's as it's going on. Yeah, that's and I would say over the last. Four years, I would say it's definitely been in decline. Huh. That's interesting. In fact, I can confidently say that. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. So, yeah, it's it was just kind of a unique thing. And, you know, it, it might go back to the idea of models. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's just something to think about is it's trending down. Hmm. Mm. At least where I'm at. Yeah. But... So you talked a little bit about um, uh, saying yes to perversion or yes to righteousness. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, boys, yes to perversion, mm-hmm. men, yes to righteousness. Um, boys feed their flesh, noblemen feed their soul. Yeah. Um, and I shared an earlier podcast about long-term struggle with pornography. Yeah. And so I felt it's clear that I was still being a boy in a way for a long time. Yep into my mid-40s. Some of it against my will or better judgment, but that was something I was trapped in, and Mm. thankfully God helped me with, but that was definitely not a manly thing to do. Yeah. Um, And so thankfully God has changed that. There's other areas I'm, you know, still growing in. Yeah. Um, But I had a conversation with... uh, a young man too, and and we got connected because he's struggling this, and so we're trying to work with him on okay. that area of purity. But we we're also talking about sports, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I was just, you know, he had shared with me, I'm into fantasy football and sure. doing some of that. And I said, well, how much time does that take? And he's single. Yeah, four or five hours a day. What on fantasy football fantasy. or fantasy it's in whatever? Several leagues. And no I kidding. was like, wow. No, Dude. I don't know that's every day, but I mean, that yeah. was... Four to five hours a day. That's a lot of time. No kidding. Man. Yeah. I, you know, I and mean... so that's not something wow. I'm into, but, but I mean, there's things that we can get consumed in that are, are they, back to our definition of a, a man, like glorifying God and for the good of others, it's one thing to have a a hobby that you spend a little time on, but what's what's a fair amount of time, whether it's, yeah, you know, watching sports, being in a league, or yeah. hunting, or whatever it might be. There's not, these, these are all generally good. Yes, yep. But what's the balance? And especially if you're, uh, it's different if you're single, but you still yeah. have things that you could be doing instead of that. There are still that. obligations, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. Wow. Yeah, you know what? That's actually um, not a bad idea. I should have thought of that earlier. Um, grab that um, definition of a man. You'd think after all this time I would have it memorized, <laughs> but I can grab it here. Let me run back into the file room <laughs> here in our vast studio. That would have been a great spot for a commercial break, wouldn't it? Man, if we had sponsors. Oof. Um, so the definition of a man that we have been using in uh, our podcast comes out of a book called The Intentional Father by John Tyson, uh, which again, uh, for anybody that has sons that are kind of coming up to that point, uh, that book, The Intentional Father, is just awesome. Um, but in that book, John Tyson defines a man as an image bearer and son of God entrusted with the power and responsibility to create, cultivate, care, and defend for God's glory and the good of others. And I think that's maybe what uh, what you're driving home there, Chad, is there's, you know, it's, it's important to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mental health, mm-hmm. uh, physical health. Um, I've had a couple people or, or a couple of different places I've read that says it's kind of like, uh, when you're in the airplane, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first so that you are able to help others. Um, but there's a line where it comes from, I got to take care of myself so I can take care of others into, now nah, I'm just going to take care of myself. And, it's all and about me. Consume and consume and consume. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yep. That's the idea of getting your house in order, right, before you can start to help other people and help other people with their... Their things, yeah. as you mentioned, Chad, too. Mm-hmm. You know, helping, you're mentoring somebody else that went through the, a similar situation right. or that is going through a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you were still walking in that way, that mm-hmm. wouldn't be very helpful. But thanks yeah. be to God that you can be yeah. a mentor in that way. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's interesting. So, hmm. so the next few let's dive into here in our in, uh, in our comparison. Boys fear men, men fear God. Boys say no to discomfort, men say no to compromise. Boys are passive, men assume responsibility, which I feel like that one is probably kind of a big deal. I mean, that's, I feel like, where a lot of the rest of these could even feed from, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a responsibility to others to get something done, which means I'm not going to just sit here and be a consumer of whatever. Does that mean... Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to read another one? Nope. Okay. Did, do you think that one... That one stood out to me. Do you think that means assertive on the, on the man side? Because by definition, the opposite of passive would be... Active, yeah. I don't I know. I know that I don't think the intention and where <clears throat> this is coming from is assertive. I think it's more like it is what it said is the responsibility. Yeah, I would say that definitely. You're not, you're not sure if you're supposed to do something, then you do it. Versus going, hmm, can I get by with not doing that? No, okay. Yeah. Okay. Can I can I skirt my responsibility yeah. and someone else will do it for me, or maybe? But part of that also is taking action too, right? Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Just that <coughs> thought kind of crossed my head of, I guess, that line of assuming responsibility is, mm-hmm. do I just plow everybody over? Yeah. Mm. I think there's, um, I like the word intentional. So you can be passive, meaning I'm going to sit and just kind of let it go as it's going to go, or I can be intentional and step in and try and cause action in a specific direction. Um, you know, I don't, I'm plowing, plowing other people through that. I don't know. Although I feel like in some spots, you know, the one on top of that, boys say no to discomfort. Men say no to compromise. Right. So I think that there's definitely, uh, there definitely could be some situations where 
it means you stand firm mm-hmm. for sure and mm-hmm. and you don't compromise on um on certain areas or certain things which especially in the in the climate of society right now for you to stand firm on something <laughs> um there are probably a lot of people that are going to feel as though you're being you know assertive, mean. assertive aggressive <laughs> yes yeah 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 how yeah. dare you be intolerant take a solid stand on something yeah, yeah right. right yeah right um but yeah, I, I guess that one was was kind of interesting um, to me that you know there are those out there that they are purely working. How can I be as comfortable as possible? Yeah, whatever it takes. I'm just going to be as comfortable as I can. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah, which to me that seems like one of the most attacked parts of masculinity you had mentioned that at yeah. the very beginning richard yeah. of, of we 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 do live in an age where if you are a confident strong man yep you are a target yep yeah that's just the truth um i remember there were several times uh, i went to western for um my yeah to finish up my my teaching degree and there were several classes with female and male professors mm-hmm. who preached about toxic masculinity to both, of course, females and mm. some males, not many, yeah. but either yeah. way, yep. uh, people who are going to go out and assume the role of teacher. Sure, sure. And have an impact on other people. So that's... That was that was a pretty big red flag, and it was yeah. interesting to hear that, yeah. you know, right inside the belly of the the mm-hmm. snake, so to speak. Right. But right. Well, yeah, it, it's it's interesting to hear that that attack is very much a real thing. Yeah, which I, I, I would say that there probably is such thing as toxic yeah. masculinity. I mean, sure. there are yeah. there are dudes out there that just throw weight around they throw position around that's not what we're talking no, about no and here, certainly not right? right right um but i feel like that definition i i feel like it's there but it's probably a much smaller sliver than what society says it's right now right because i mean like you you're right you mm. nailed it if you've got somebody that takes a stance a solid position um uh, you know, this is the way I am raising my family because, right? Boom, you're going to get labeled as as toxic. How dare you, right. you know, push those mm-hmm. archaic notions on, you know, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd agree with you there. And that's where that passive nature starts coming in because, you know, you don't want to... <laughs> yeah. You don't want to do harm, yeah. Nor do you want to be the subject of being right. targeted, right? Yeah. This uh, boys fear men and men fear God. Yeah. Godly men fear God. Yeah. So, yeah, it can be tempting to not want to ruffle another person's feathers who are right there. Yeah. You know, coworker or fellow parent or kid at the uh, basketball game or you know. Um, your kids are at basketball and you're alongside them. But really, it's God you need to answer to. Right. Yeah. And so are we willing as biblical men to trust God and his ways and stand up for that in mm-hmm. our family uh, versus culture and uh, being comfortable and not being called out yeah. possibly? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. So a few more that I want to touch on here. We maybe won't jump on all of them, but um, boys say, by my strength. Men say, hmm. by God's grace, which I feel like we could have a whole podcast on that <laughs> one, quite frankly. Uh, boys are paralyzed by fear. Men do it scared. Boys give up quickly. Men refuse to quit. Boys say, no. Send another. Hmm. Men say, yes, Lord, send me. Hmm. 
I love the uh, the phrase "do it scared." That's something um, we just did lesson one in this nobleman life study, and uh, in that first lesson, they kind of t- um, they they kind of unpack that phrase that that they use in in the lesson. Of, mm-hmm. Do it scared, like it's okay to be scared to do something. It's not okay if it needs to be done and you don't do it. Because you're scared. Because mm-hmm. you're scared. It's okay to do it scared. You just, you, you just got to do it. Yep. Um, and I, I, that's, that I feel like is, I, again, I feel like an a, a episode in and of <laughs> itself, right? Because everybody talks about, you know, courage. And well, if I've got courage, I can do anything. But if you're not scared to do something, it doesn't take courage because you're not scared. But if you are scared, well, that's when you need mm-hmm. need that courage. And you you got to do it, you know, and you're still going to do it even if you're scared. So sometimes you just got to do it scared and get it done. Yeah. Which I think is a, a big difference between boys will mm-hmm. say, nope, <laughs> you know. I'm scared. I'm done. Do I really have to do it? Right. Or come up Mm -hmm. with, you know, some type of excuse or whatever. And men will see something and say, no, I, I, it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Do it scared. Mm -hmm. So that one, that one's been, that phrase, do it scared. has kind of popped into my head a couple of times. And a good, and a good lesson. Well, a, a good moment for maturity is also learning how to manage nerves too and fear. Because there is something to that, right? There is, oh, there's, yeah. there's good anxiety and there's not so good anxiety, and mm-hmm. you learn how to manage that um, within yourself of how to yeah. control that. Because fear is actually a really good push. Oh yeah, yeah. To do something. Yeah. And without being able to manage right your mind in those situations, it's it can destroy you. Yeah. I think it was uh, one of the episodes we did um, with Kevin DeCam. Um, I'll have to track down what episode number that was. Uh, but he kind of talked about that a little bit too. Like anxiety is a trigger in your body. Like a, lo- a little anxiety mm-hmm. is a good thing. Yeah, very mm-hmm. much I mean, it's so. what causes you to respond to a situation you're supposed to respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, be- being a little bit scared is... But probably nothing wrong with that yeah. in in certain circumstances. Um, when it stops you, that's when we mm-hmm. got an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I I like the uh, the last one there as well. Boys say no, send another. Men say yes, Lord, send me. It's I, pretty I, easy to be like, nah, I'm good. You want me to do what? Again, kind of, I think that one probably ties a lot in on the um, uh, on the comfort piece, right? Because mm-hmm. God usually does not call us to just go further into our comfort zone. Um, any calling in life that's going to have some impact and some substance is usually going to be calling you outside of your comfort zone. And boys want to stay in that comfort zone. Men are mm-hmm. willing to do it scared. And yeah. and say, all right, Lord, if that's what you want me to do, you know, yeah. lock and load. I let's mean, do it. One of the things Jesus says is you need to deny yourself, take up your cross daily, and follow me. Yeah. Right? And so that's personally inviting us to die to ourselves and give ourselves to him and his cause. And so, yeah, if we're not willing to do that, we're, we're saying, nope, let, let someone else do that. Yeah. And we're not responding to his main invitation, yeah. right, to be his disciples. Um, it's yeah. not but assuming it's, responsibility, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, just, I chuckled at that one because <laughs> that was me as an 18-year-old when I was about to go into schooling the first time to be a teacher. Yeah. Got ready to sign that mm. letter of, yeah, I'm going to go. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, sorry, God, it's not time. <laughs> I'm, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> it's not time. Yep, I'm good, thanks. So that was a that hmm. was a personal hit, but 
did you, did you <laughs> which was good yeah, did that you say no struggle. at that time and oh 100 percent. and then waited till later okay <coughs> yep those it was almost the exact <laughs> verbatim right there of <laughs> no awesome. sorry god it's not my time call, call somebody else yeah call some yeah right? there's probably another guy you could yeah. call to be a teacher it's fine which i you know moses said the same thing he did. so i mean you're in good company right yeah yeah, I don't think I could be in any ballpark with Moses. He's batting the MLB. I'm that's awesome. still playing eighth grade that's ball. Awesome. Oh man! So yeah, I you know I I love this comparison. Um, I is there a way, Chad? Do you think we can stick this in the show notes if uh, guys want to go and look at it? Yeah, a little bit yeah, better. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be a really cool thing. Um, I feel like as we take a look at it, and kind of as you. As you read through these, as I read through them anyway, I was kind of taking a little bit of an assessment saying, okay, if I look at how I truly have been living over the past week or two, have I been taking or have I been giving? Um, Have I been feeding my flesh or have I been feeding my soul? Um, You know, am I trying to do it by my strength, by God's grace? Have there been times where I have said, nope, I will stay in my comfort zone? Or have there been times where I have said, ah, I'm going to do it scared? And uh, so I, I kind of like this assessment because it's kind of a, a quick and easy way. You know, am I, am I still acting like a boy uh, or am I stepping up and, and acting like a man of God? And I do think it's important to just real quick, um, the, the benefits of living that intentional, proactive life are just awesome. Um, I mean, just in, in some, of the, some of the changes that I've made in life over the past couple of years uh, from doing some of the other studies and things like that, I just, like, I feel like my relationship with my wife is on a different level. Um, my relationship with my kids is awesome. I don't know, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, I hear about these dads that come home from work mm. and they just go right to sit down and watch TV or they just sit down and play video games and they're not, you know, hanging out with their kids. And I'm, I mean, you got to come home, you got to relax, mm-hmm. you got to decompress, mm-hmm. you got to take care of yourself. We talked about that. Um, but to miss out on, you know, what's, what's going on with, with your kids or to have God build you and design you for a specific purpose or calling in life, a part of his plan to then have him call you to do it and have you say, nah, I'm good. Like you're missing out. Yeah. And I think so much of this is, um, you know, like a a reflection of character. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we could think about where are we? But how do you change if you're like, boy, I'm being a boy more than I should or want to be? Um, that's, I think, the human condition because of sin. Yeah. Right? Um, and so submitting to Christ, yeah, being in the Word to be taught as a disciple, to learn from Him, and, and then line your life up. You know, with mm. the Holy Spirit working in you, like God's yeah. doing the work in you, but you had to let Him do it, and you got to learn. Yeah, um, is being a man. Yeah, right. And so, uh, God's all powerful, all present, all knowing. He can do that. Yeah, we have to let Him. Yep. We have to like, um, not be in control. Yeah. And let God be in control. Mm. Yeah. Is when we really are growing up versus like pretending we've got it, we can do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you can do, <laughs> you yeah. should be doing what God wants you to do. And yeah. Right? Back to the definition of for God's glory and for the good of others. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, man, I just did something really profound and then I lost it. I can oh. jump in quick and then yeah. you can think We'll see about if it'll it come back. We'll yeah. see if it'll come back. I hope it does. Yep. Tea, yeah, yeah, that's right. Go. All right, let me grab my tea, see Some if it comes back. Funny tea right there. Yes. <laughs> it's uh it's not funny tea. Well, it's just winter wake up tea. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's how rumors start, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, no, <laughs> when, uh, you know, Richard, when you threw out this, um, this topic, this verse popped in my head, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, most notably known for, of course, uh, what love is, <coughs> but near the end of that, it also talks about uh, Paul and his spiritual maturity as yeah. well. And so uh, this, within the really the last few years, this verse has really stuck with me because as I've, as I've matured in, in several ways... Um, I will admit I'm certainly not fully mature yeah. in all of these categories. Right, right. Um, but but in several ways, I can at least reflect and see how I'm acting in a certain way based on what Paul says here. So yeah. he says this, For we know in part, this is verse 9 of chapter 13, For we know in part we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. Mm. But when I became a man, I put away the ways of childhood. For when we, for now, we only see a reflection in a mirror, but then we will see face to face. Yeah. So that idea of that maturity, what happens that when we do, as Chad, you just mentioned, let go and let God control our lives and realize that we're serving, as you said, Richard, serving a purpose that's not our own. Yeah. Um, that is this realization that we get closer and closer to what God intended for mm-hmm. a man to be. Yeah. And that's that beautiful relationship with him and those that he puts yeah. in our way. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great scripture that fits in perfect. I feel it's like a good reflection over, to hold in there of tonight. how you react mm-hmm. to certain yeah. things, and it just kind of pops in my head once in a while. It's like, uh, am I... Yeah, it's... Is this childish? Is this something yeah. I should have said or should have done? And was this little Justin <laughs> or was this grown this up was Justin? So yeah. fifteen years ago. That's Justin. right. That's, oh, middle school Justin's <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that uh, that scripture's fitting absolutely with what we we're talking about. Um, I, you know, to 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 kind of wrap up this section of the conversation, um, I think if if any of these comparisons as you were kind of listening or if you're looking at uh looking at how we have it broken out in the show notes um you know kind of convicts you a little bit um uh, maybe there are still some areas where you are acting a little bit more like a child mm-hmm. than the man that you are are called to be um i'd say a great first step and again we are not trained counselors we are not uh educated theologians um but i would say a great first step would be to just start with a prayer. Um, and I think that mm. prayer could be just as simple as, God, I'm not quite there. Whip me into shape. Amen. And I feel like that is all it would take to kind of open it up and and kickstart that process. Um, and then from there, a great way to go about this is with another group of men that are go- trying to go the same mm-hmm. way. Um, there's one of the, uh, it's a it's a proverb that I love. It's an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So if you're feeling convicted of some areas that uh, you need to change, you know, reach out to some other guys that you know. Mm-hmm. Share this podcast with them. And if it hits them, um, maybe it's time to, to start a group and get something going. Mm. Um, we here at Hillcrest, we, we do have a couple of resources that we've talked about. Uh, one is every man, a warrior. Uh, the other one is, is called nobleman life. Um, and if you're interested in either of those resources, reach out to us. Um, you can, uh, if you're worshiping here live with us on Sundays, you can grab one of us after the service, uh, and talk about it, or you can shoot us a email, um, checkpoint at hillcrestcrc.org. We can get you some uh, examples of what the books are about, kind of walk you through the process. Uh, and if it's, uh, you know, something where you're kind of saying, man, this is something I need to uh, to get going with, uh, we would love to uh, to be able to help you uh, get started and uh, and live out that life that you are being called to uh, to live out. <coughs> so as I cough away from the microphone today... Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to post edit all those coughs out, you guys. I am so sorry about that. Um, Makes it real. It does. Oh, it's like you're here with us. 
raw footage. That's really why Scott's not here is because he sits next to me. <laughs> and he knew if he was going to be here, he's going to walk away with some kind of nasty cough. cough. Yeah. So um, we, part, of, uh, part of being a man, part of making sure that you are staying on the right track uh, is staying in Scripture uh, on a regular basis. And uh, both of the resources that uh, we were just talking about, the Everyman of Warriors and the Nobleman Life, uh, really drive home the fact that you need to stay rooted in Scripture, you need to stay in Scripture. As, uh, as believers, uh, as men of God, this is our playbook. I mean, this outlines how we do what we do. And uh, partly for our own accountability here with, the, with our group of guys, partly because it's important to lead by example, um, we like to take a little time and just share uh, a quick uh, snippet of uh, some scripture that we have been spending uh, time on uh, that stuck with us uh, over the past uh, couple of weeks. And uh, I'm going to ask, uh, why don't Chad, if you want to start, and then I'll jump in and we'll sure. let Justin wrap us up and close. Yeah. Cool. Uh, in the last week, I spent a little, I've been spending some time in first Corinthians. Um, and the verse that kind of caught me and stopped me was in, uh, chapter four, verse 20 in the new living translation. The kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. Hmm. And so we can talk about the right thing or how, uh, Back kind of to our conversation, how how good we are, mm-hmm. um, but if we're not truly living by God's power, then we're really not living. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap, <laughs> and kind of what Paul had been addressing the Corinthians in, and kind of leading up to that was um, a couple of things. Like I had addressed you as like infants, like children in Christ. You're arguing with each other. You're you're angry with each other. You're trying to bicker about which you know person you're following versus it's Christ and God's doing all the work. And so, um, yeah, it's not just a lot of talk. It's living by God's power. So I think that's part of as we are disciples, making disciples and trying to become more like Christ is we need to be living in God's power, like acting it out, letting him change us not just talking about what we think we're doing yeah. or he talks about uh, in this thing. You talk as you're rich in Christ, but we're really not abiding in his power. So we can be very fake um, and say the right mm. things, but um, our actions and our heart really yeah. bear bear us out. Um, you you so live like you it said, out. You live it out, yeah. 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 So... It's powerful conviction to think about where where are we at. Awesome, awesome. Um, I have uh, been working through the Psalms, and uh, as I don't know, cliche as it may be, um, the one that's been sticking with me is good old Psalm twenty three. Mm. Um, I you know I don't know why I I mean Psalm twenty three I think is like the very first scripture that everybody memorizes in Sunday school, right? I mean, I feel like some of us have have had Psalm 23 in our heads since we were like mm-hmm. four. And I feel like maybe because of that, you may go a little numb to it. You know, even if you hear a sermon on it or something like that, you go, oh, yeah, 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 Psalm 23, I know this one. Um, but for whatever reason, when I, when I got to Psalm 23, um, and, and I think some of it might be reading some of the Psalms kind of mm. leading up to it a little bit, even though I know that the Psalms are not in the Bible as they were chronologically written. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know that, but um, to kind of understand a little bit of what was going on with David in his life when the Psalm was written, it just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of hit me a little different. Like if I were in David's position at that point in time, would have I have been saying, mm. man, no, I'm good. I've got God. Or would my psalm have been like some of the other ones of, mm. uh, God, where are you? I'm freaking out right now. Which, you abandoned me. Yeah. That's, it doesn't say freak out. That's the uh, Richard's paraphrase <laughs> scripture. Yeah, psalm something. Hey, God, why? Uh, where are you? I'm freaking out. Psalm 22 is the one right before that. Is that yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one, actually, it is. isn't it? Yeah, you're that, uh, yeah, that's right. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? (laughs) 
Hey God, I'm freaking out. <laughs> um, so yeah, Psalm 23, just, I, when I got to it, it just hit me a little bit different. Like just the kind of the reminder that it is very easy for us to kind of freak out a little bit about, uh, some of the things that are going on. What, are, what's going on in life? Uh, am I doing it? Kind of some of those boyish things that we mm. talked about. Is it by my power? Uh, is it by my strength? Um, nope. As a man of God, I know it's by God's grace. He is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. He will take care of me. Uh, I can continue focusing on, you know, him and uh, what he calls me to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Psalm 23 just hit me, uh, hit me a little bit different awesome. uh, as I was reading through this time. So beautiful, Justin. What you got? Uh, I have been in Second uh, Corinthians, and uh, I'm going to actually do two things here. The one that my quiet time is on, but also I'm reading verses that are a little bit before that because they're very uh, applicable to what we talked about tonight. <coughs> so in Second uh, Corinthians four, verses uh, seven through nine, uh, just kind of thinking about. Uh, this idea of manhood and how that if we're not going to be passive, that means that we're going to have to take some challenges. Yeah. And we have to take them head on with not our own strength, but of course, as as it mentions, God's grace. So it says this, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. So it's a good reminder that, yes, it's not mm. going to be easy, and um, you're certainly going to be hard-pressed, but you'll yeah. be crushed as long as you recognize that your strength is not your own. But my quiet time, uh, it's been kind of a doozy of the last few days. <laughs> um, our furnace was uh, acting up, of course, when it got real cold the last couple of, days. Of course. Uh, so Sunday night, it, you know, the house dipped down to about s- just almost, yeah, 61 degrees, and then Brisbane. it randomly kicked on Ooh. again, thank- thankfully, and then uh, and then Monday, again, it had completely shut down. So then it was Burr. back down to 61. Yeah. So um, that's, refreshing. that's one thing. And then just other things that are going on outside of... Um, just life stuff. Yeah. And life stuff can really bog us down and bum us out. And so I read this. Uh, it was actually on Monday, <laughs> ironically, after, you know, making calls about who's going to come mm-hmm. and fix our furnace yeah. and try to put out other fires. Um, for our light and momentary, this is uh, verse 17 of chapter 4 as well. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, or, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal. Focusing on the wrong things mm. is yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and our day-to-day stuff certainly tends to drag us away from the eternal things and mm-hmm. away from God, yeah. as they so easily do. Mm. And so it was a great reminder for me in the last couple of days that these little earthly things do not matter. Yeah. They don't matter. Yeah. Just let them go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Wow. So, awesome. good reminder. Good. God moment right there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's um, just kind of a taste of, uh, of quiet time. If, um, if you are not in the regular rhythm of spending time in the scriptures uh, and that's something that you would like to start, please, again, reach out to us. We've got a couple of uh, different resources that we can share with you as far as how we go about uh, kind of dissecting a piece of scripture, because sometimes that's part of it. You just read it and you go, well, now what? Um, so we do have some resources that, uh, that we're happy to share with you uh, on how to, uh, how to break out uh, a scripture, kind of how to walk through what it means for you, what can you apply for the day. Um, and uh, so if you, uh, if you would like some of those, reach out to us again, uh, checkpoint at hillcrestcrc.org. Um, and uh, if you are in a little bit of a, a regular rhythm with that already, might just be looking for uh, that next book to uh, to jump into or other scriptures to study. Um, we've got three different ones that we shared tonight. That's a great spot. Chad always puts them in the show notes, uh, so you can uh, kick back through any of our prior uh, episodes as well and uh, get uh, get some ideas for uh, for scriptures for your own quiet time there. So, with that, I think let's uh, shut it down and Justin's going to take us out. You betcha. Let's pray, Father God. 
we thank you for this time that we could spend uh, talking. Lord, what a joy it is to uh, have these conversations around this table with these people. And Lord, we pray that, uh, that someone was touched by this. And Lord, we thank you that your spirit works in ways like this. Uh, Lord, we know that it's not our own work that we're doing, but it's your work, and we thank you for that. Lord, we just pray that uh, whatever it is maybe that we heard, a place in our life that maybe we're not being fully mature or we're not recognizing the responsibility that you've given us. Lord, we all fall short of that, every single one of us. And Lord, we just pray that uh, you reveal it and you help us to grow from it. Lord, help us to be true men of yours, Uh, those who seek your kingdom and not our own, who take up responsibility and are not passive. Uh, But Lord, help us to lay our lives down as you laid your life down for us. And Lord, we pray that uh, you be with us wherever we are, that you forgive our sins as we know you always do. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And uh, as we've gotten in the habit of doing, I will close us out with 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be men of courage, be strong. Guys, thanks for joining me again uh, on this episode of the Checkpoint Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. lead pastor here at Hillcrest Christian Reformed Church. The views on this podcast may not be those of our church, but we invite you to join us to find out more about what we believe and how we live out our faith. On Sunday morning, our service is at 9.30 in the morning, and we'd love to see you in person or on our Facebook live stream. For more information, check out our website at www.hillcrestcrc.org. We look forward to seeing you.